Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, May 22nd. I'm announcing today that I'm running for President of the United States of America! South Carolina Senator Tim Scott has formally entered the Republican presidential primary. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina made it official today. He is a declared 2024 presidential candidate. That's why I'm the candidate the far left fears the most. You see, when I cut your taxes, they called me a prop. When I refunded the police, they called me a token. When I pushed back on President Biden, they even called me the N-word. I disrupt their narrative. He addressed a gymnasium full of supporters at his alma mater, Charleston Southern University, in North Charleston, South Carolina. As you may know, Tim Scott is the only black Republican in the United States Senate, and he did not shy away from talking about race throughout his announcement speech today. For those of you who wonder if America is a racist country, take a look and how people come together. All of God's people come together. Black ones and white ones, red ones and brown ones, working together because love, unconditional love, binds hearts together. We are not defined by the color of our skin. We are defined by the content of our character. And if anyone tells you anything different, they're a lion. A little biographical history on Scott for you in terms of his political career. In 2010, he became the first black Republican elected to the House of Representatives from the state of South Carolina in more than a century. He was appointed to his current seat in the United States Senate in 2013 by his now primary rival, then South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley. Before getting to Congress, he served for about 15 years on the Charleston City Council before a short stint in the South Carolina State House. As you'll hear from some pieces of his announcement speech today, Senator Scott kept his rhetorical focus much more on the current president, Joe Biden, and not on the former president, Donald Trump, who is the frontrunner in the Republican nomination race. But for the moment, at least, Scott and Trump appear to have a non-aggression pact. Trump posted this to Truth Social today, quote, good luck to Senator Tim Scott in entering the Republican presidential primary race. It is rapidly loading up with lots of people. And Tim is a big step up from Ron DeSanctimonious, who is totally unelectable. I got Opportunity Zones done with Tim, a big deal, and he has been highly successful. Good luck, Tim. So basically only using Tim Scott's entrance to the race to continue to throw an elbow at Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor who Trump clearly sees as his strongest competitor at the moment. In fact, our Kristen Holmes reported that there has been a directive from Trump to stay away from attacks on the South Carolina senator for the moment. Scott was joined today in North Charleston by a Senate colleague. No, not his fellow South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. He's already endorsed Donald Trump in this race. But by the number two Republican in the United States Senate, John Thune of South Dakota. Now, 
that is an important development, not because Tim Scott got the endorsement of a fellow senator. I'm sure he'll get several of them. He's very popular in the Senate Republican conference. But because it shows that the number two Republican in the Senate is not on board with Donald Trump and is not rallying around Ron DeSantis on the eve of the Florida governor getting into this race. So the party establishment, as represented by Thune here, is not yet trying to consolidate this to a two-person race and is clearly not interested in coronating Donald Trump as the nominee. Here was Thune earlier today. Tim Scott is the real deal. And, and he will make a great president of the United States. Tim Scott is a candidate who has a deep faith, a faith in God, a faith in his fellow Americans, and a faith in our great country. Now, Tim Scott has basically very little national name recognition. Yes, he's had moments of national prominence, like delivering a response to the State of the Union address or a high-profile Republican National Convention speech, but he is largely unknown and must begin the business of introducing himself beyond South Carolina, specifically to Republicans in Iowa and New Hampshire, the first two states on the nominating calendar. And he's beginning to do that with some real money a nearly $6 million TV and digital ad buy in Iowa and New Hampshire for this debut week as a candidate is what he anticipates spending. Why does he have so much money already? Well, because he had nearly $22 million, hard dollars, in his Senate campaign account at the end of the first quarter that can be completely moved over and used in this presidential campaign. Scott's speech today did two things. It leaned heavily on his biography, his compelling personal story, and laid out his vision of conservative policies and what is, as he sees it, wrong with the way Joe Biden is governing America. Here's a moment where he talked about growing up with a dad who wasn't around and his mom was working very long hours. My mom said to me, son, you can be a victim or we can be victorious. She chose victorious. But under President Biden, our nation is retreating away from work and dignity. Millions and millions of people have dropped out of the workforce entirely. He also noted that he had failed several classes his freshman year of high school and was really struggling. But through the encouragement of a mentor, Scott said he was able to graduate from Charleston Southern and take control of his life. I chose personal responsibility over resentment. I became the master of my fate. But today, the Biden administration has us retreating away from earned success, aspiration and accountability. You can just listen to Tim Scott or watch him and see the immediate contrast with a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis. This is a Republican candidate who's leaning into hope and positivity and opportunity. In fact, he makes note in his announcement to reject the politics of victimhood and grievance, which he would portray as a rhetorical shot at the left. But obviously, it's a thinly veiled shot at the Trump rhetoric that dominates the Republican Party today. Our party and our nation are standing at a time for choosing. Victimhood or victory. victory. Grievance 
or greatness? I choose freedom and hope and opportunity. In terms of the policy piece, Scott's speech today touched on stronger security at the border, competition with China, tax reform, and parents having a voice in their kids' education. He also touched on crime and policing. We will back the blue, secure our streets, and finally make it a federal crime to kill, ambush, or assault a cop in this country. You may recall Scott was a partner in bipartisan police reform talks with New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, a Democrat. Those talks have been dead basically since 2021. The big question hovering around Scott's entrance into the race today is, will today's Republican primary electorate be receptive to that happy warrior talk, that sense of optimism and hope Or are they demanding the sort of grievance politics that a Trump or a DeSantis offers on the daily to them? That is going to be one of the key questions for Scott as he navigates his way through this ever-growing and crowded primary field. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.